You are listening to episode 32 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey, friends. Recently, I shared how to turn things around when you or your business feel like you're challenged or you're spinning. Maybe you feel like you're drowning in the moment. The most immediate way I mentioned to turn this around, to pull yourself out of a moment or what might have felt like a month or two months of, of being underwater is to care for and serve in the interaction that's right in front of you to give love and to be present in that moment. And I provided specifically several different ways to serve and care in a moment that's right in front of you. But the most immediate and what I consider one of the very best that I mentioned is to actively listen. And I want to talk about that today. Actively being heard is one of the greatest gifts that we can give another. And the reason is, is because one of the greatest commonalities of human beings is that we have a desire to be seen and heard. And even if we disagree with each other, we want to know that what we're saying is being heard. We want to know another person is seeking to understand us first before they're seeking to be understood themselves. You've heard it said that people don't care what you say until they know you care. Does what I say matter to you? Do you understand me? Do you see me? Do you hear me? Because when you accurately hear and see another person, connections made. And when we connect with another, the other person feels valued for who they are without judgment. And that affords them the opportunity to operate from a higher place in their interaction with you, with others in the future for that matter. And that way, we build another person up. Listening builds our relationships and it builds our connection, whether that's with our colleagues or our clients, our prospects, our kids, our spouse, our family members, whoever. Listening, therefore, is so important. It's one of the most important skills that you can have. But most of us don't realize how incredibly weak we are at it. How well you listen has a major impact on the quality of your relationships with others, both at work and at home. And I'm going to share some ways to become self-aware of your listening strength or your lack thereof. And I'm going to share a personal story. And then I'm going to show you some ways that you can deliberately improve your own active listening skills. Okay, let's begin. You would think with all of the listening that we do that we'd be really good at it. But the research shows us that we're not. The research shows us that we only remember between 25 to 50% of what we hear. And that means that when you talk to whoever you're talking to, 
your boss, your colleagues, your customers, your spouse, let's say you talk to them for 10 minutes, they only pay attention to half of that conversation. They only hear five minutes of what you have to say. And when you turn it around, it shows that when someone's talking to you, maybe they are giving you directions or they're sharing themselves with you or they're sharing an idea with you. You aren't hearing the whole message either. You're hearing less than 50% or half of what they say. Clearly, listening is a skill that we all can definitely benefit from improving because becoming a better listener, you thereby can improve your productivity, you improve your ability to influence, persuade, negotiate. We all need others to support us in living out our own purpose or our mission. And therefore, we need to be good at listening in order to do that. Active listening can also help us avoid conflicts and a lot of really unnecessary misunderstandings, which happens all too often. This is all necessary, all these things for us to be successful, both at work and at home. I am sure, if you're like me, that you have felt what it's like to not be heard when another person's in their own head. Unfortunately, they're not listening. They might be engaging on other types of behaviors. And some of the most common things that I see as I watch people listen is that they're oftentimes thinking of how to respond instead of listening, or they're looking for errors in another's thinking. Sometimes they're considering what they should say to sound smart or interesting, and they cannot be at that time also actively listening. Sometimes they are assuming that they know what someone is going to say before the person's even finished. Sometimes they interrupt to share another story that just came to their mind. Sometimes they are busy evaluating how they're going to fix the problem that, that the person may not even want fixed. And in that way, they never really hear the person. And all of this, all of this type of behavior that's done instead of listening keeps them from productivity and influence and connection, which we all know are so valuable in every category of our life. We can all tell when this is being done to us. What's really interesting is that we aren't as conscious when we are doing it to other people. And I'll share a personal story here that had to do with a time I was on Oprah and my listening aha moment was brought to me. I was not on Oprah for the reason that someone would dream of being on Oprah. It was my, my seven year daughter. Was she, what was she? She was 10 at the time. So it was like seven years ago and she was being interviewed to talk to Dr. Shafali, a woman who's a popular conscious parent coach. And my daughter, along with some others, were taped in a conversation with her. The parents, my husband and I, were all invited then later to the set to be taped for the real Oprah show, watching some of these clips. And we watched and observed what our kids had said. And there was this one clip that opened the show, and it also was used to advertise the show for weeks in advance, nationally. And probably internationally, and it was my daughter being asked a question about me. 
And what she said gave me pause, as you can probably imagine. But she said, as she was talking to Dr. Shafali, that instead of my mom fixing what I am talking about or what I'm saying, I wish she would just listen to me. And then Oprah went on to ask if I was surprised by her response. And I was humbled and vulnerable. And I said, unfortunately, I'm not. I run around functioning and trying to do too many things, in essence, at one time. And in that way, I do not actively listen to her. And I share this story because it was a real wake-up call that my listening skill was not at the level that I wanted because it was cutting off true connection with her. You don't need to have that happen to you. You don't need to see yourself on national TV to wake up to that. Instead, you can just simply right now ask yourself, in my relationships, do I always make sure that the other person feels seen? Do they know that they've been heard? Do they know that I understand what they're saying? If the answer is no, hold on, I've got some things for you. But since then, I've worked on my active listening skills. And while I'm not perfect, and my daughter reminds me of it often, when I'm not, I'm much better. And in fact, I teach others to raise their game around active listening today as they lead and as they love. And I have a client who recently, we went to lunch not too long ago, and he told me, his name's Tom, that he was talking to his direct report and they were in a meeting and they both disagreed on something fervently. And Tom decided in the moment he chose to listen, to actively listen to him, to make sure that this person felt seen and heard. And he's gotten really good at this, at his skill. And he said what was most interesting is that he left the meeting saying that he'd reflect on what had been said. And the next day when they met, instead of having to change the guy's mind, he the guy said to him, his direct report said, I can move in your direction. I just needed to be heard. He confirmed the very thing that we know today, that we just want to be seen and heard. Listening is one of the most important skills that you can have. And how well you listen has a major impact, again, on every single thing that you do. So you have to ask yourself, does your listening contribute or does it contaminate your relationships? How do you know if you're a good listener? I'll ask you a few questions here and you can evaluate for yourself whether you are. If you answer or respond on a scale of one to 10, one being I, I don't do that very often, 10 is I do it a lot, you'll know whether or not you have an opportunity to improve your listening skills. When someone's talking to you, do you think about what you're going to say next to make sure you get your point across correctly? Do you feel uncomfortable when silence comes into a conversation? As you listen, do you compare the other person's viewpoint with your own? Do you ever interrupt people when you're excited by the conversation? Do you help people finish their sentences? If another person is struggling to explain something, do you jump in with your own suggestions? And if you're busy, do you let others talk just as long as they're quick 
in order to really be the success that you want, you've got to pay attention to the other person very carefully. You must stay fully present with them. This is the difference between average and great. This is the difference between just lackluster acquaintances and really meaningful, intimate connection. You cannot allow yourself to become distracted by your next deadline or your iPhone or your computer beep or whatever else you might have going on around you. You can't allow yourself to form counter arguments in your head while the other person's still speaking. You can't allow yourself to get bored and lose focus on what the other person is saying. All of this requires a strengthening of our active listening muscle. How well you listen, I believe, says a lot about you. It says a lot about your relationship with yourself. I see it all the time. I can tell by a person's ability to listen, whether they lack self-confidence, whether they're open or they're closed, whether they're willing to be vulnerable or if they have to be right, or if they are quick to defend and use judgments as a mean to keep them safe. I can tell a lot if they're uncomfortable in the quiet moments and afraid to truly connect with another. And in large part, self-awareness is the antidote to poor listening. When we can be in silence, when we can be okay, we don't have to defend, we don't have to get in a fight. We can be interested instead of interesting. There's a reason we don't listen. For me, in relationship to my daughter in that story, I wanted to take her out of her pain expediently. So perhaps I didn't have to be in mine or feel like I was a bad mom because she was having a moment that was uncomfortable. For Tom, where he would have previously become stressed and perhaps led by insisting his will or his viewpoint on upon his direct report, he now is more mindful in the moment. He doesn't live by his reptilian brain. He's a conscious and brave leader who's comfortable with himself. As you're listening to this, you're likely realizing whether or not your listening skills could be improved. And if you're like most, you realize that there's an opportunity to do so, to improve and be okay with that. That shows and reflects an openness to improvement and growth. Right now, I'm going to encourage you to think of a relationship that you'd like to improve. If you can think of one specifically where there was an interaction lately, recently, that wasn't as good as you wanted it, think of that interaction where you weren't totally present for it. And take a minute and just observe for yourself what you were like in that interaction. What was your breathing like? Sort of hover over yourself in that space. Look at your pace and how you were talking. Maybe you notice your facial features. Notice what you were doing while you were engaged in the kind of listening you used to do before you were aware. Now I want you to... uh, Imagine, I want you to step away from that, and I want you to see yourself entering that same interaction completely present with the interaction and the intention to really hear and seek to understand that other person. 
imagine now that you're actively listening. You're not interrupting. You're not assuming you know what they're going to say. You're not judging how the two of you are different or how that person doesn't get it. You're not cutting the person off so you can go on to your next thing. And right now, I want you to imagine that the person has completed what they've said, had to say, and you say to them, I hear you. I understand. I may not agree, but I do see what you're saying and thank you. You can feel the massive difference, right? You just contributed to this individual. You just built someone up. We are at a critical time in our country, in our experience on this planet, where we need more people to build up. And it all begins by this gift that we have, which is in high demand of actively listening to others, helping others be seen and heard and letting them know that they matter. We're desperate for it, really. And when you do that, your life and leadership and business grow as a result. Don't have to do it for that reason, but it's there's no way. When you help build other people and you help improve people and their business and their lives, there's no way that you don't also benefit from that as well. So don't believe what I say, though. I never want you to believe anything I say. Go try this for yourself this week. Choose three interactions where you actively listen, mindfully, which simply means in the moment. I want you to have an absolutely delightful and peaceful week. I am going to be bringing to you very shortly in the next few weeks ways that you can work with me. A lot of people have been reaching out to deliberately create your next decisive decade. And that all comes down to living your next powerful 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and six months. I'll be back with details on that. In the meantime, have a really delightful week, and I will see you on next week's podcast. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.